Good morning. Today we have our Belgian friend Hans joining us. It's about 1 p.m. there, and uh, today we're going to talk about a whole bunch of different things. We're going to talk about Hans' personal history growing up with dogs. We're going to talk a little bit about um, the knee popo training style, uh, some e collar stuff. So come on in. It'll be a great live. All right, let's get Hans in here. Hey, Khaleesi. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Hello. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you. Hello. You hear me good? Yeah. I can hear you good. Okay, you look perfect. good. I like the, the marketing stuff in the back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> totally on brand. <laughs> so, Hans, um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Can you um, take us back to the beginning when you were a young boy and what kind of drove you to be involved with dogs? That's uh, already a long time ago for me. I'm now 30, 35, 36 years. And uh, it started at about four years when I was four years. So um, when I was four years, I went to my, with my brothers to the, uh, the Belgian ring club in that time. My brothers are a little bit older. And um, yeah, I was watching the dogs and I was a little kid, four years. Yeah, what do you do? Play a little bit and, and, and watching dogs and, and perhaps being a little bit annoying also. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, every time I could go with them to the club and I was very happy. Um, so when I was 10 years, I got my brother retired dog from 12 years. Yes. And I was very happy that I could uh, do something with the dog for the first time. Of course, I didn't knew that moment that the dog was teaching me because he was a little bit smarter. He was a little bit older than me. And uh, he, yeah, I got good lessons from him. I will say it like that. <laughs> uh, sometimes he wanted to, to, yeah, to, to do things. Otherwise, other times he didn't want to do things. Very easy. But I still had, yeah, it, the, the passion from me came, I will say it like that. Mm -hmm. And um, when the passion came at an age of uh, about 14 years, I was allowed to give dogs a bite the first uh, moment. And uh, it grows. And apparently, um, yeah, people saw something in me. I don't know. Uh, so I, I could do it more and more. Um, and I remember when I was a little boy, I went to the uh, ring contest from Dances with Malinois. Mm -hmm. The ring contest from uh, Barbelon in uh, Hoboken-Wiegenvelde. It's our club um, in Belgium. And it was always very impressive. First of all, how many people that there were, it were different languages. I didn't understand anything, of course, but um, it was, yeah, impressive for me. Uh, also to see that person uh, working his dog was very impressive. And I, 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 I was happy to see and to be able to see these things as a young child. Now, uh, when Again, a few years later, I uh, still was going in another club 
uh, doing decoy work. I also competed and, 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 and uh, things like that with my, uh, it was about 12 years, 13 years ago. Uh, then the people started to ask me to come over to that team and to that club. And um, since then, I joined a lot of uh, seminars also. Uh, in the Nepopo idea, in the Nepopo um, world, in fact, uh, with in that time Barbelon and Prostaff team uh, in, 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 in Germany, in uh, France, a little bit everywhere. And beside that, I was in their club all, also in, in Hoboken, Winkelde. And um, yeah. Apparently, I did something that was quite okay because people uh, started to ask me to do um, some trainings, some teaching, some seminars. And from that, the ball starts to roll and it's like uh, yeah, a snowball effect, in fact. Um, but for me, it's not my main job. So I have a, another job um, because in Belgium, a, we have a lot of hobby uh, clubs hobby obedience clubs also in every village there is a small club and um, it's a little bit another yeah another idea I will say it like that mm -hmm. so you have a lot of people that want to teach in their free time and want to teach um, just the social aspect I will say it like that mm -hmm. very cool so let me get this straight. You were introduced to dogs from your family, from um, from your right. older brothers. Yeah, my two brothers. One brother is still uh, doing things. Uh, the other brother, he 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 quit with it. Uh, family life and, and things like that. Children and yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> other priorities. Mm -hmm. And then, so when you're ten years old, they they give you this uh, retired sport dog. That's got to be pretty intimidating. Uh, well, yeah, it was quite, uh, for me, it was an eye-opener, in fact, because the dog, often he didn't want to listen to me, and uh, yeah, I just was not correct to him in a, one or another way, mm -hmm. so, um, but at 10 years, I got a dog from 12 years, yes, and he lived till 17, that I also remember. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, looking back on it. And now, obviously, you're much wiser and you have way more life experience. Um, that's got to be challenging for a 10-year-old to kind of, uh, like, have to learn a dog at that age. Um, and a dog, like, being very smart and being trained by, you know, older people. Um, can, you, can you kind of talk about um, why it's important to, um, like, how to work through that and, um, like, learning to learn your dog and training the dog? For me, it's, it was nice and it's still nice, in fact, to see a little bit the old style training at that moment. And for me, it's still a little bit a reminder that the people um, 100 years ago made a program, a very nice program. And if it's now the Belgian ring uh, or, or NBBK, what I, I do uh, mostly, or French ring or, or KMPV, whatever, is that um, in this time, the people had not uh, maybe had the knowledge, maybe had uh, the nice equipment, 
but the people did something good and the people had some feeling in their hands to get work with the dogs and to invent, in fact, a, a nice test and a nice program for the dogs to breed, keep breeding with the animals. And I am very, very happy that I still have um, saw a little bit of the old type training. I'm very happy. It doesn't mean that I am I'm also um, very much to, to, to make it nicer and to do it better and, and, and but the the yeah an old man said to me always never forget the basic idea of the dog training and never forget your uh, real uh, exercises that you have to teach to your dogs. So um, also I'm a, a person that uh, like it black and white. Um, and for dogs, it's quite the same, I believe. So my experience is that dogs cannot think in gray and, and, and people can think in gray. Um, but that, that's for me very, it was a good lesson to have an older dog. I will say it like that. Um, and the dog, yeah, placed me sometimes on my spot, on my place to say, hey, little guy, I'm older and wiser than you. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Um, which leads us to the chameleon. Can you uh, talk a little bit about how, um, what you're doing with, with um, this e-collar, how you're really fusing, you know, the tra traditional training, I mean, Bark Ballon, um, and this new technology, how the two, when you join forces, it makes a really mean communicator. <laughs> um, well, I'm a, a big fan of e-collar training in uh, the way that I do it. I would say it like that. I don't say that other ways are bad. I only say that the, I like my thing. And what other people do, it's perfectly fine. Um, but I like my thing, so that, that, that's okay. Um, about Martin Systems, yeah, they make wonderful products. And they think about dog trainers. They think about um, the dogs also, in fact. So it's not about the training. It's about the feeling. It's about how the dog can feel with um, uh, stimuluses and, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, chameleon is very, yeah. I always think like who was thinking 10 years ago that we have now an e-collar that we can watch on our phone. Oh, we have contact points and uh, contact with our dogs that we can change the contact points. Who was thinking about that? Um, two per persons did it and that, 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 that's Sparta Michael. Um, but I don't think that a lot of people were thinking about these things. So it's quite impressive for me that uh, we can uh, adjust e-colors how we want it. We can adjust the levels how we want. Um, you can, uh, in fact, you can do everything what you want now with your tools, with your e-color. Um, the sad thing that I notice is that people think that you can do everything with an e-color and, and that it, the e-color is a, um, yeah, it's the solution for everything, but you also need to spend time with your animals. And that's a little bit the, the other part that people start to forget. Um, no, uh, Chameleon, yeah, I like to work with the, 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 the finger kick and uh, it's nice that you don't really see that it's an e-color. That's one thing. 
um, change positions, see that you have contact with your dog, that there is uh, skin contact. So it's 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 a nice uh, yeah tool, nice system. I am a big fan from low and high uh, or higher level of stimulations or different stimulations. We'll say it like that. Um, so for me, it's the perfect uh, tool. And that's I, yeah, why, why I'm also a fan of, of this uh, material. So I like, um, yeah, when I buy something, I like to have it good. When I sell something, I like to have it good. Very easy. Mm -hmm. So have you worked with other e-collars before? In the past, when I was younger, uh, I worked with uh, other e-collars, yes. But now I think I have my first Martin system like about... 14 years old, I think, 14, 14 years ago, something like that, uh, maybe a little bit older. And it was, uh, yeah, for me, a big step, in fact, mm -hmm. uh, to learn to train more correct, or in my eyes, more correct. Mm -hmm. For yeah. So for me, as a first-time Malinois owner, and the first time I've been using e-collars, I have experience with... Um, the doctor one and um, the mini educator. Uh, and I work with dog trainers that have taught me how to use them properly. Um, what separates the chameleon from those two? Um, personally, I think, but like I say, it's personally, um, for me, you can work more deeply into the dog. You can go more into uh, um, I don't dare to use the word perfection, but it's quite short against the word perfection. Um, so you can work more uh, precise for me. What I also like, like I say, different kind of um, levels that you can use without really taking the eco turn or push the buttons, things like that, 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 you don't have time often to take the color, turn around. No, it has to be in the second, in the moment. Mm -hmm. And um, I, yeah, I like that. I also like that, that you can use rising, you can use uh, a short stim, um, continuous, whatever you want, it's possible. Mm -hmm. It's possible. And I personally, I don't, understand the idea why you why you need about a hundred levels that I don't understand. Mm. Um, so yeah. Mm -hmm. That are the the, the 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 pro things for me, the good mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Um when you talk about the app, it makes me think of the Peloton app. You know, you could um have a fitness app on your phone and you know do all fill out your profile and you know like work towards the 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 goal but if you're not physically doing it if you're not physically either on the peloton or running or doing your sit-ups you're not going to get very far so um it's just the same so at the end um for a long time the people train dogs without decors the people train dogs without uh, nice clickers whatever um the people train the dog with a leash and maybe, maybe already with a ball or something like that. So um, if you don't spend time with your animals, 
yeah, nothing will work. Uh, that's very easy. But with uh, the app, I like very much that you can see if there is a, a contact problem. That's one thing. What I also like very, very much is that you can adjust the levels. So my experience is that uh, some dogs are more sensitive than other dogs. And then you can say, okay, we uh, just put it a little bit lower or we make the steps a little bit uh, smaller um, that you can yeah, adjust to, to your dog. At the end, it will work out because the, the, the dog uh, finds his way uh, to keep it running, to keep, to keep his job doing. Um, but, but it's so nice that you can adjust your e-color. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's also a little bit um, not necessary to put always on your phone when you are training. So... Um, but that's the same with yeah with social media and stuff like that. When you train the dogs, you need to train the dogs. You don't need to uh, watch yeah Instagram now. Sorry, <laughs> or, or 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 Facebook or whatever. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah. <laughs> what would you say is your favorite exercise to do with um, the dog you train? Well, I in in like I'm I say I'm. Um, somebody that that's busy with ring sports and for me the nicest exercise in ring sport is um the object guarding exercise that's a very yeah it's like the cooperation between the helper and the dog i love that exercise a lot a lot because it's really a, a game between the, the boats and uh i personally like to teach that exercise the most i like it the most so i'm not a competition helper that i don't do uh, i have also no anything from certificates or stuff like that uh, that i don't have uh, but that exercise i i really like to teach and i like to see my the the the, the, the dogs that i train to, to do this exercise that other helpers etc so um yeah, for me, that's my favorite exercise. It's like a little game. Also, the, the, we have muzzle work in our program on the object guard uh, exercise. So the dog, instead of biting, you need to punch with the muzzle. And that's the same um, story that I, I like to see, like to do. And, and yeah, for me, that, that's nice. Can you kind of elaborate on um, those two exercises and why we do those exercises in a ring sport? Well, honestly, I and it's a pity, uh, but I don't know the whole history from where the ring sports came. So it has something to do with uh, a little bit guarding and the customs and stuff like that. Um, uh, but I don't know the, the yeah the history from every every exercise. But I'm search, um, I'm, I'm sure that there is a, a whole meaning about it. Now object guarding, I think that it's just protect something. A case of of I don't know uh, in our world case of money or or or, or uh, a wallet or stuff like that. We put it down and when someone the bad guy want to steal it or in a suit or a civilian he need to bite or punch him 
So don't steal my things that I have to guard. Um, and in the past, I know that there were a lot of demonstrations in the ring also with guarding children that I know. Um, now it's a little bit show, in fact, uh, and it's nice to see. And it, it, it's nice to put on the internet and things like that, but that's not the main idea. Um, but it's a pity that not a lot of people still know the whole uh, idea about every exercise. Um, yeah, most of the people are dead now, of course. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll bring it back, revive <laughs> history. <laughs> yep. um, so, uh, yeah. huh? It's so, important to yeah. know the history. What were you saying? I said it's important to know the history about your sports. Why did they do it? Why did they invent it? Why they are trying to uh, simulate it? Why they are still doing it a hundred years after? And I think it's very nice. Very, very nice, in fact. And I think it also, yeah, for, for one or another reason... Um, give it so much passion to people mm -hmm. absolutely well thanks for um keeping it keeping it relevant and keeping it at, in in 2021 <laughs> <laughs> so uh, are you competing or are you working mostly no most of the time uh i'm just working uh like i say i have um a main job, totally different. Then I have uh, my dog uh, business. I am also into, like I say, in e-course and I do biting equipment and stuff like that. Uh, I coach people. Um, it's very sad, but my own dog don't get so much attention <laughs> like I would like to give it to him. Uh, yeah. If How I do you find the time to do it all? Yeah, it, it, you only have a few hours in a day. And uh, yeah, when it's done, it's the next day already. So um, also when I travel, it, it's not always possible to take him. And, and yeah, it's uh, quite complicated, quite complicated. Mm -hmm. But you need to make choices in life. Mm -hmm, definitely. Out of all the things you do, what's, your, what's the most rewarding for you? Still the thing that uh, I got a passion from, and that's when I was the kid, going to the dog club, do my own thing with my dog, teach other dogs the best that I can with protection work, guide other people, and uh, in fact, make from a bad dog a decent one. Everybody talks about super dogs, and at the end, they tell just dogs. Um, and if it's a bad one and he works decently and nice and people say, wow, that's, a, that's nice to see, I'm happy from that. That makes me the most yeah, satisfied. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a quite down-to-earth person. And uh, yeah, like I say, I, I still have the same passion like I had when I was a little kid, in fact. And that's why I still go to the to the... Yeah, the ring sports clubs. That's awesome. What advice do you have for people that are looking to get involved with ring sports or any dog sport for that matter? 
Um, first, go to clubs or go to teams before you buy a dog. That's one. First, get knowledge before you do something. And also, respect your team members and don't run around. That I mean that, um, yeah, nobody can do things totally alone. So you always need to have people and people are around you. And uh, I see that, that that's something yeah, in the past. It would also be the same that a lot of people go from that team to that team to that team to that team. I think that you choose for something. And yeah, you are friends or you can train together. You don't have to be friends, but you can train together. Um, and you are committed to build something. So always changing. I don't like these things. At the end, it will work out because you find the routine together and you find solutions together. Um, so that's my advice for new people. In fact, yeah. And also put your work into your dog um, then you also don't have to run around and things like that uh, it's very easy to blame helpers um, I'm a helper but if people don't do their homework nothing will work or nothing will work out so for me, that's that's quite important thing. But first, before you buy a dog, go for the knowledge. And then you are a lot of steps ahead, a lot of. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So for people that are, are just hearing about dog sports for the first time, uh, it's a spectator sport. Can you kind of um, paint the picture of what it's like, maybe like going and seeing a, a trial or, or seeing, a, seeing, a, seeing the whole thing go down? <laughs> so um, I think it's the same like with, with, with football or stuff like that. So you, you, um, you do your best with your animal with your dog and uh, when the dog and when you show nice things, everybody's, yeah, not everybody will be happy, but it, it, it's nice to see a nice trained dog in a nice program and working their best. So that, that, that's, yeah, as, as, as a handler, a very nice experience. Mm -hmm. uh, in the past, I think it's more, it was nicer because uh, there was not really uh, so many possibilities to do. Now you have uh, agility, you have uh, ring sports, you have another type of ring sport, you, you have doggy, you have a lot of possibilities. In the past, you had a few things and uh, as a child also, you could choose something I remember that from my, when I was young, you could choose something and that you keep doing. Um, now you have a lot of things to do. So children, it's okay that they, that they try things. That's perfectly fine. Um, but in the past, there was more public and um, 
it was a, a big social festivity on a Sunday, go to the competition. Um, yeah, there were more dogs, the sport was bigger. In Belgian ring, the, 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 the sport is, uh, yeah, have a time, also with the, the COVID situation, of, of course. Um, so we hope that everything can come back a little bit. But it's nice to work your dog in a in a square, in a ring, um, with audience. And if he works nice, then it's even cooler. <laughs> and how does it work? Is it like um, like golf? You know, it's quiet and then clap at the end. Uh, or like, are people cheering? Like, how does it work? Um, like, what's the fan etiquette? <laughs> well, um... It's a little bit different than I saw in, in other sports. Like in other sports, people cheer after every exercise. And in Belgium, it's a little bit different. So in Belgium, if the dog works at the end very nice in total, then people cheer. Otherwise, they don't cheer. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> so if they don't cheer, yeah, it was not so... <laughs> hilarious. Um, okay, um, Bash and Bane, how do, you, how do each of the ring sports compare to one another? Great question. Yeah, that's a nice question. Um, a big difference is in Belgian ring or Mondial ring or French ring. In Mondial ring, French ring, the dogs are allowed to buy, bite sorry, um, everywhere on the whole body. In our Belgian ring, we uh, teach the dogs to bite or the arms, front arms, or the legs. Uh, some dogs do it um, both, and that's okay. But we, we call it bite spots. And in our sports, the points of biting are very important. So the dog really needs to have a nice, uh, deep grip, as deep as possible. Some dogs have it, some dogs don't have it. Um, in the other sports, it's not necessary. If they can bite and they can hold, it's very good. Our helpers are very um, quite passive. And in the other sports, the helpers are very active. And they really battle the dog. In um, French ring and Mondial ring, there is not really a lot between the dog or the handler and the helper. In Belgian ring, you can have a lot of uh, accessoires between, uh, a lot of accessoires. So, yeah, that's a little bit the difference in protection work. We only have one helper, one decoy. Mondial ring, for example, can have two and I think also three helpers. Um, but the biggest difference is the, the quality of biting, in fact. That's the biggest difference. And uh, our program, it's obedience, jumping, and protection work. It's about 30, yeah, 30 minutes for one dog. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but it's uh, only national. Okay. Yeah. Seems like a lot of pressure. Is there any, um, are there any rituals that you do before a, a competition? Um, well, another, yeah, sorry that, that I go back. Uh, another important thing is that our dogs need to do all the exercises from 
the first program from the, the, the younger or the younger dogs, the youngest level, the lowest level, need to, uh, all dogs need to do all the exercises immediately. You cannot say we skip that or that. No, everything they have to do. Uh, that's also a big difference comparing with other sports. Mm-hmm. Now, pressure. Uh, well, some people will be stressed and I have also a little bit stress. Um, healthy stress, we call that. Uh, and I think not too many rituals um, Bart has a nice saying and I think Michael uh, and it's yeah it's true uh, your training need to be a competition and a competition need to be a training and um just do like you always do. And that's, that's a ritual on himself. So you don't have to make special one. Mm-hmm. Very wise. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, uh, what is it like? Um, do you have any um, favorite uh, memories or experiences from you know, the time you were a young boy up until now that are kind of stand out? The biggest one, and, and, and I cannot say a competition or things like that, no, because personally, I, yeah, it's not so important for me. Um, but for me, the biggest thing that makes me happy that I still remember the old, uh, old trainers and old older dogs and, and, and stuff like that. And that makes me happy, personally. I still know something from years ago. Um, it's not like most people say in the past everything was better. That's also not true. But uh, you don't have to forget <laughs> what happened. Mm-hmm. Tradition. <laughs> yeah. There is a reason why people have traditions and the reason... Uh, a reason why why yeah why it still exists mm-hmm. um, but you need to take what 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 what's good for you in fact you need to take things what uh, what was good then you need to take things what are good now you need to try to yeah try to better yourself and 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 and, and make yourself smarter and uh, i think that that that's necessary mm-hmm. who are your biggest influences um Bart and Michael, and then I had a, a, a guy that teached me a lot in the suit, uh, and his name is Davy uh, Van Tuyne. Um And that, in fact, were my biggest influences, yes. Um, because they were teaching me in the way that I teach my dogs now, without yeah, knowing it. So they pushed me all the time and um, yeah, I'm very thankful to them what I uh, got to know and, 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 and yeah, what, what they made from me. So no, I'm very, yeah. And my brother also somehow, uh, I cannot tell that always, but uh, he, he also, of course, because we are brothers, we work together, well, we train together we have fights together, um, but at the end, we always uh, support each other, and, and that's very important. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. 
And um, do you, so now how many dogs do you have? I only have two. I have a young one from uh, approximately one year and I have two Malinois and I have one from six and a half, something like that. Yeah. Um, and your one-year-old, have you started doing sports with, uh, what, been, what's his name? Yeah. From, from, uh, yeah, from day one that I have them. So uh, when in, they are about, yeah, I think he was seven, eight weeks. When I got him from day one that I have them, um, yeah, we, we, we start to, to work them and train them mm -hmm. uh, every day or a few times a day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you already have um, sports in mind before getting them and do, do the dogs come from a, a sport family? Um, yes, they come from a sport family, um, but yeah, that's also something. I I do a sport like like ring sport and that's what I do. I don't do that sport or that sport or that sport. No, I do one sport and that's my sport. It doesn't mean that I don't have people that ask me, "Hey Hans, can you coach me or help me for um, IPO for for monitoring?" I do that, uh, but my personal thing is my. Uh, my sport, my ring sport, yeah. So the dog that I will have or have, they will be trained for ring sports, and I teach them also a little bit other things. But the main thing is, uh, yeah, is the sport that I do. So I, I, am also not a person that uh, now I do this and then I go to another sport. For me, it's the main thing, and I, I'm lucky. I'm very lucky and thankful in Belgium. We have a lot of possibilities. We have a lot of clubs, less than in the past, but we still have a lot of, of clubs. So if we need to drive 45 minutes, we need to drive far. And we are so spoiled <laughs> um, about the, 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 the clubs. Yeah, I'm very blessed and lucky. In the past, people could go from yeah with their bike to the club without any problem. So they had the bike. The dog was in a in a small wagon in the back of the of the bike, and they drove like that. My brothers drove like that to the club when they were 15, 16 years old. Uh, so we yeah in Belgium we are very spoiled on dog sports, and that's also not always good, because when you are spoiled spoiled, you can become very lazy. <laughs> True. <laughs> it, it is like that. So often I go to places where people have less possibilities, but the trainers are fantastic, fantastic. And they really know what they're doing because they have to. Otherwise, there is, there is nothing. Mm -hmm. And we have a nice canteen. We have... Uh, um, a clubhouse, we have shower, we have lights, we have everything that we want. And that's also not always good to develop you as a train, as a, as a dog trainer. Mm -hmm. And when you're doing the competitions, are you traveling from country to country and like crossing borders? Like, how does it work? No. Walk me through so, that. Uh, our sport is located in Belgium. Um, it is allowed and it's possible um, 
that other countries uh, go into our sport. That's that's perfectly fine. But there are not a lot of countries that uh, succeed in it uh, or had success. So our sports, it's it's very regional, in fact. And Belgium is quite, yeah, it, it's not a quite, it is a very small country. So uh, we don't have to drive very far for competitions. No, the only moments that I travel is to teach. Uh, then I everywhere and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. or by car or by plane. So, so in twenty twenty one, how are people finding out about like clubs and um, meetups and competitions and all that? Very easy. There was nothing. Twenty twenty one, it was uh, like everywhere in the world, uh, a big disaster. Uh, so there was just nothing. Everybody could stay at home and uh, yeah could train their dogs in, 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 in or their garden or that's it. Um, so we hope, I think the next month or this month, uh, the competitions will start a little by little. Um, but it will be not, yeah, not immediately like before again. That That's not possible. So yeah, it's like the normal world. Mm-hmm. We'll see what will happen. Hey Hans, can you do me a favor in the next uh, competition you're at? Can you stream it live so we can see? <laughs> I will do my best. I will do my best. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, a question on um, dog training and um, the e-collars and just uh, the dog industry in general. Uh, where do you see it going? What's the future hold in your eyes? I think... Um... In Europe, that more and more people will do it professionally, I think. Um, yeah, because also now, what I noticed with with COVID, not a lot of small hobby clubs can survive if people are not allowed to visit. In 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 Europe, they the the small hobby clubs live from people that go there, pay a little bit of money, and they can drink something and things like that so that's how they make a little bit of money just to survive to pay the rent to pay the the the, the lights to pay electricity for and the heating so um i think that if you want to do something with dogs you need to do it professionally in europe yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's a little bit sad but yeah everything uh um it's an evolution Mm-hmm. And knows it can come back or it will not come back. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. I think have, that, yeah. Yeah. I think that we, um, uh, just may not forget to lose our passion for dog training. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, okay, we have a question from Eden Della who's asking about um, when do you use. The, sh- the shocker, the, stim- the stimulus, the stim on the chameleon. Do you want to a- answer any of these e-collar related questions? Well, um, I think he means, he doesn't mean the, 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 the stim on the, on the e-collar, but I use also chokers and um, I use also a, um, a pinch collar, etc. Uh, so I think he means that one. If he's online, maybe a yes or a no. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure I, I, he probably does mean that. 
So uh, when do you use it? So first I prepare the dogs um, for the training. I teach the dogs to learn and to teach the tools. When they know the tools that I use, uh, e-collar, pinch collar, choker, uh, etc. Uh, also clickers, everything. Uh, um, then I can start to train the dog. So I prefer personally to, to teach my dog, okay, how you can use a tool and how uh, um, learn how to learn. I will say it like that. So that's for me very important. And I don't say that, that people need to teach, uh, need to use all tools. What other people do, I, I don't care, in fact. Um, I like what, what, what I do. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you use something, always teach your dog what is the meaning from that tool. Why or what do you have to do with that tool, in fact? A lot of people say, okay, now we're going to do this and tomorrow we're going to do it different. And the day after it's again different with something, some tool, and the dog just don't know anything or don't understand anything anymore. And I don't like these things. So um, preparation for me, it's very important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, From Donovan Anderson, when would you decide to use the choker versus the prong? That's a nice question. Um, I say a lot of people, when you use a pinch collar on a dog with, with small nerves, he will get a little bit crazy from that, to explain it easy. There I would use a choker. When you have a very stable dog with good nerves, even a little lazy dog, there you can use the pinch collar as an, uh, an, an activation uh, or something like that. So nervous dogs or dogs with bad, bad nerves, uh, choker, calm dogs, a little bit lazy dogs or good nerves, pinch color. Copy that. Okay, what's the future for you, Hans? <sighs> That's a very big question. <laughs> I hope that um, I can keep doing my thing and I hope that I can yeah, can, can even do better, do more um, so I try to keep pushing myself also and uh, yeah I'm not done yet with teaching people that I know so I hope yeah that, that I can do my thing and and give my my yeah my work and, and my my name a little bit into the world of dog training yeah very cool, very cool. do you have any um, plans to come to the united states for a visit uh, i have questions to come but we have a problem with the border so i cannot enter uh the us without going in quarantine if i'm right so there are plans, a uh, few plans, um, but at the moment I'm just waiting. Mm -hmm. I'm just waiting. Um, yeah, and I hope very fast that everything is back normal again, and then I can uh, come over and do my thing there. Awesome. Well, we look forward to it. And, Thank you. Uh, 
it's a pleasure chatting with you. You're awesome. Continue all your good work and, um, and I'll talk to you soon. I want to thank also to you and uh, everyone that, uh, that watch and watch. So thank you from my side also. Awesome. Talk soon. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.